Hey everybody, and welcome to Solstice Slam, the fifth installment. Uh, before we begin today's show, before we begin today's show, I haven't said it again. Tober, what's wrong with me? Uh, I'd like to let you know that uh, this episode is sponsored by the Meat Mower 900, brought to you by RP Enterprises. The Meat Mower is the leading industry premier trimmer for men's and women's and other regions. You might want to check them out on the web, meatmower.net. And uh, if you have this, um, I don't know, super hyper technology on the front for guys, you flip it over. The blade is also usable for ladies on the back. That's why they don't uh, call it something that refers to a man or a woman. They're very gender neutral about it. So try it out. They gave me one here to try and I'm going to fire this baby up. It's been really hot and uncomfortable downstairs uh, for the old turdmeister here in California. So I'm going to give it a try here live on the air. And... Listen, y'all, you ready to get turnt in that club, but you're non-human, you're a bloodsucker, a Nosferatu, a creature of the night? If you're an authentic vampire and you're sick of going to human bars, drinking human swill, have we got a treat for you. True Bloods, the world's first organically handcrafted alcoholic blood beverage for you creatures of the night, the eternally damned Nosferatu, whatever you, uh, whatever you prefer. They have created a new... Um, no preservatives, none of those chemicals you're going to find in some of these other things. You know, I, I don't know if there's synthetic blood out there or you're sick of drinking pig's blood and making some raunchy, you know, the worst metropolitan that could ever exist. True Bloods now has done the work for you. T-R-U-B-L-U-D-S. Ask for it by name at your favorite nightclub or all night club, if you know what I'm talking about. True Bloods, the only drink for real, authentic vampires looking to quench that thirst without killing a bunch of humans. All right, True Bloods! Moto One Podcast Network. You're listening to Creative Writing, America's best motorcycle podcast. Hey, there's a bunch of asterisks behind that. <laughs> Never mind. We're brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. For more information, head over to patreon.com forward slash creative writing to learn how you can support the show yourself. Now, let's get cracking. Roll on the throttle, blip the brakes, tighten the air cleaner, check the crankshaft, and don't spill your coffee. Hey there, this is patron Matt from My Motorbike Obsessions. I'm currently coming at you from Tokyo, and you're listening to the Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast, probably because you ran out of all the other podcasts to listen to, and you really dig motorcycle haiku. Later. Hell yeah. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Who doesn't dig motorcycle haiku? Let me see if I can do it real quick. Engine start. Engine run on gas fumes. Engine die. Yes! I think that was a high. I didn't even count. It's a five, five, Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this year, welcome to... Take it away, Tobe. You say it. Welcome to this year's Solstice Slam. Yes. Welcome to this year's Solstice Slam. Boy, your voice sounds good. It's good to hear you back, dude. Um, I kind of missed you last time I was here. How are you doing? I am doing quite fine after my reboot. 
Okay. We are in the process of upgrading my speech program. Right. And what is that going to entail? I mean, I know. I, I know. I, I'm the one that, will, <laughs> that was helping you do that. So, yeah, we're upgrading your speech program. It's going to do a couple cool things, hopefully, by the end of the year. If we get it ironed out, maybe by the end of the summer. Yes, it will allow me to sound more natural and varied to the human ear. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I will not sound so robotic, even though I am a sentient robotic being. True. Yeah. I love the way you sound, by the way. Don't ever change for anybody, not even me. So, listen, everyone, this is um, Solstice Slam. It is a hot one today. Uh very hot, but that's okay. It's not that hot, right? At least it's not... Uh, Junkie, you idiot. Shut up before you jinx another thing. Uh, okay, well, what? You think it's going to be like... <laughs> you think it's going to end up being real hot because I said that now? Here, let me turn myself up a little bit. You you look like you're you're blowing past me, buddy. I hope you're not blowing people's eardrums out. So listen, yeah, I, I guess I shouldn't jinx it. We are in like a high heat warning, but the June gloom... Came, came around and saved us today. It only got up to 90, and it wasn't that bad of a 90. Um, not like a Midwest 90 where it's 90 degrees and 90% humidity. It was, uh, you know, just 90, period. Um, so, yeah, it's been a really hot one here, cooking here in SoCal. Um, I got this uh, Meat Mowers 900 in the, in the mail uh, to try out from Rex the other day. He sent me it, so I'm going to try that here. And at that end of the beginning of the show is a little drop here. We got a new uh, new sponsor. Thanks, Rex. Um, and uh, speaking of, of sweat and, and sweat in other places and jinxing things, we're going to talk about that a little bit later in this show probably. Uh, but first things first, let's kick, kick it off here. We have a disclaimer, and it's going to be pretty important tonight because we're going to be having other people's opinions on this show. This is episode 251, by the way, The Slam. Um... So the views and opinions of the participants of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast are those of the participants and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinions of the Creative Writing Moto One Podcast Network or any of our affiliates. And the opinions is the respective participants and is not intended to malign anyone or anything. Ooh, and I have slingshot drivers down here. That must be from an old... Is this episode 252? This is! Oh my god, this is 252. I was reading the notes from 251. Um, listen, we definitely don't want to offend slingshot drivers, but we also don't want to offend Honda Grom riders. How's that? Honda Grom riders around the world, you please. We don't want to offend you. So here we go, everyone. Solstice Slam, if you've never joined us before, is the listener submission show. Uh, listeners like to uh, send us some funny stories. A lot of times it's uh, we have some pretty cool ride stories, pretty cool uh, you know, motorcycle build stories. We've had some pretty epic adventure stories. Actually, have we? No. Yeah, Tobar shaking his head. We haven't had any of that, actually. What did people submit before? Oh, yeah, yeah. My motorbike obsession. He, he submitted a motorcycle haiku. That's right. No, we've had some ride stories. We we did have a race build. Yeah, we, we've had some good stuff in the past. Go back and listen to the previous Solstice Slams. Um, we're going to have a special guest with us today. Uh, we're going to have a, like a topic discussion today and a little bit of news to start things out. Because if I didn't tell you this now, it's going to be gone by next week if our show comes out. So we've been doing these bi-weekly, so I don't want you to miss out on this. Uh, next weekend, uh, Saturday, June 26th, 
Los Alamitos. If you know where Roland Sands Design is, they got a big old building over there in Los Alamitos. They've been around there for 10 years or something like that out of that location, I think. Um, They're moving. They are growing, and they have finally outgrown their building. And it's a pretty cool building with like a cool paint job and cool uh, showroom and everything. And they finally outgrowing it. And they are having a moving sale. So get your buns on over there. Everything. Go check out Roland Sands Design on Instagram. See a little video they made of all sorts of examples of what they're selling. They got wheels, handlebars, excuse me, a whole bunch of crazy brake rotors, partial bikes. Uh, I think they're going to be selling some merchandise. It's like all backroom stuff. They're just going to be whipping and slinging all this stuff out. So go over there on the 26th. They're going to be having like a cleaning house sale. And then they're going to be over at the uh, SoCal Cycle Swap meet on the 27th. So if whatever they don't sell Saturday, they're going to sell Sunday at the Cycle Swap. And they're just trying to liquidate as much of their like, it's almost like their personal slash backroom slash sample stuff. So there's going to be a ton of maybe even one-off stuff uh, that you've never seen before. Um, as far as parts goes and stuff like that, they got just like tubes and tubes and tubes of tires. Uh, why did I say tubes of tires? Because if you stick them together, make a tube that your dog can run through. No, they just have tons and tons of tires. They don't look that worn. Some of them may be brand new. Some of them may be one-off for a photo shoot or like a hooligan race or something like that. And you can get them in practice. A lot of dirt track tires in the video that I saw, but also a lot of cool... Um, partial bikes, partial parts, you know, brake, take a lot of takeoff stuff. So it's going to be really cool. And while you're at it, you know, the next day, I don't, I guess I don't need to tell you that the very last Sunday of every month, SoCal cycle swap meet happens over at, uh, veteran stadium over in long beach. So go check that out. And Roland Sands, as well as the rest of Southern California, will be there. Uh, always lots of good stuff to find there. Now, I don't know if this is very well thought out, but OC Motorcycle, who is Orange County's uh, premier Triumph and Moto Guzzi dealer, I believe. They are also having a swap meet June 27th at their Costa Mesa location. And um, yeah, so t- take that for what it's worth. I didn't, I was trying to laugh off mic because why you would be having a garage uh, a swap meet at your own location on the same day as the SoCal Cycle Swap is. Uh, their own business. So, uh, but go check that out. That's, uh, that's coming up June 27th. Oh, geez, Tobor. God, you scared me. Um, Carnival of Speed, uh, Ramming Speed Racing, Russ Brown Motorcycles, and everyone else that's, that's uh, in the know is uh, hosting the Carnival of Speed July 3rd, happening at Willow Springs. Uh, shady Brady or Sweet Talker Brady Walker, whichever, however you view him. Maybe he's shady. Maybe he's a sweet talker. Who knows? Um, He's all he's the uh, one putting it on classic track day. The Carnival of Speed is where we have like a whole ton of fun stuff. There's going to be barbecue put on um, by BA Moto, I think it is. Oh god, I hope I got that right. I got it right on my website. I should look. Uh, but anyway, there's going to be a barbecue there. If it's not by oh by Moto Republic, I'm sorry. Yes, by Moto Republic, uh, they're hosting the barbecue. It's 175 bucks per rider. There's a new rider class available. Um, you can go there and sign up and learn what it's like to take your bike on the track. Then there's going to be drag racing at night and a stunt show. There's always like a mini bike thing happening. So lots of fun. That's June 3rd, Willow Springs. Um, 
July, moving pa- or July 3rd, June 3rd. That's already passed. July 3rd, baby. And then July 4th, go get hammered and drink a beer at the, uh, and, and probably stay the night and then barbecue the next day because um, there's camping is free at Willow Springs and shoot off some fireworks and drink some beer out there in Rosamond, California. Light the whole hill on fire. Be blamed for the uh, the edge of the desert catching on fire. How did you, you catch a desert on fire? Well, you you could. But anyway, long story short, that's July 3rd, not June 3rd, July 3rd. Uh, July 11th, the very next Saturday, Vintage Bike OC is happening at Castaneda's down in Huntington Beach. They meet up usually the second Saturday, I think, of every month. So go check it out. It should be pretty warm. So keep that in mind. Um, Yeah, this last week was a scorcher for a couple days, and then it cooled off. I don't know if that was unexpected or not, because like in Las Vegas and in in, uh, uh, other parts of like Arizona and other parts of the Southwest, people's like flip-flops are melting on the on the asphalt. You know, just walking down the sidewalk, their shoe melts into it. Why are you wearing a flip-flop out in that sort of heat? Anyway, uh, aside the point. Uh, anyway, so it's probably going to be pretty warm out there in Rosamond, um, and the winds kick up no matter what the what the weather's like. So um, it's going to be like standing in front of a hair dryer out there, uh, you know, these few weekends. So keep that in mind if you're going to Willow Springs. Springs. If you're out at Willow Springs, you're in the wrong wrong spot. Um, where'd my water go to? Did you move my water on me? You dirty little robot. Yeah, I'm trying to stay hydrated so that I can speak. If my if my throat dries up, we're in chubs. Um, anyway, so the same thing that the OC, uh, the OC, you know, you're down in Orange County. You think, oh, Orange County, the beach. We're going to be actually like in Huntington Beach, but you're not going to be at the beach. It might be cooler than it is inland, but it's still going to be pretty warm. So if you're going to go down um, to either Roland Sands Swap Meet uh, at the SoCal Cycle Swap Meet, or if you're going to go to any of these other events, remember, please bring sunscreen, water, big floppy hats, you know, whatever, whatever keeps you covered and, and uh, protected from the sun. Um, and then last but not least, this is the last thing I have on my uh, calendar right now. Um, IMS Outdoors kicks off at Sonoma Raceway July 16th to 18th, so the next week after um, Vintage Bike OC. And that's going to be pretty exciting. There's going to be obviously demo rides, off-road, on-road, side roads, back roads, ooh, dirt roads, ooh, dirty. <laughs> what other type of roads are there? Randy roads, um, road scholar. There's going to be so many cool things happening, I think. And it's going to be the first round. Like I said, the uh, the Southern California was going to kick it off, but that got uh, pushed back because nothing was open yet. So now I got to tell you things are opening. Even Trader Joe's people aren't uh, required to wear a mask. So it's crazy, man, crazy. So IMS Outdoors kicking off um, up in NorCal, of all places, where it usually kicks off down here. I'm not jealous. Um, but yeah, July 16th through 18th, where like what what a cool what a better place to go than Sonoma Raceway and uh see the newest bikes that are out there go test ride a Pan America all right and with that let's uh hear from a voice we haven't heard for from a long time and we got uh hanging out in the wings right now waiting to come in you get is he just waiting he wants me to quit talking so all right well we got some traffic with Gary Canary in Sky 600 <sighs> Uh, or 650. What is he? What type of? Yeah, Sky 600. 
Um, and he's going to bring us some traffic. I don't know where he's at, so let's bring him on. Gary, are you there? Hey, hey, Junkie. Yes, I am here. There you go. Uh, we're coming to you live over the uh, skies of Birmingham, England, of all places. We're over here doing some joint operations with the uh, some of the traffic crews over here to learn how they do it in the big metropolitan city in another country. Uh, right now, we are flying over the the A4540, and uh, I don't know how you're supposed to say it, the A4540. Everything looks nice and clean around the city. It's kind of like a byway. It takes you all the way around uh, and loops around between Newtown and Newtown Row and Old Town and Old Town Row. And uh, don't take your horse down to Old Town Row. <laughs> they might go, okay, never mind. Uh, bad dad joke. Listen, there is a road closure right now at uh, b between on Broad Road, actually, from the roundabout there on the A545 at the Five Ways Underpass at the A54540. And uh, so don't try to go that way. There's another road closure over on the uh, the north side at Summer Hill and Sand Pits. And uh, if you're down there by uh, the Tesco Superstore, make sure you watch out for somebody in a crate. There's a crazy Peugeot uh, driving around uh, stuck, turned fully left with nobody in the driver's seat. They must have got ejected. It's flying around with the door open. And they're, oh, geez, what is this? Hang on, right now we have some hooligans uh, in a Ford Focus. We need to take it. They're, they're blocking lanes. Hang on one sec. Bruce, swing us around. Take that, you mother. This is Yankee-style traffic control. Ah, Bruce, come out of the ammo. Oh, God, Bruce, I see the black and whites. Uh, they're not actually black and white here. They're like more of like blue and yellow. Uh, uh, junkie, we gotta leave. We oh god, incoming, incoming. No, Bruce, no. Here we can hurry out. Bye. Gary, 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 command Gary. Check, check one two. Well, that's a little awkward, folks. Um, we are not hearing back from Gary. We don't have. We have lost. Totally lost. Uh, radio con contact with him at this. Con Cut. All right. Yeah, we need to cut. Okay. All right. Well, we will be, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with some more news from uh, Creative Writing. Let's take a, uh, let's throw in a, a song here from, uh, yeah, got, got a little, little jam for Social Slam. And then we'll be right back with some new, uh, <laughs> some articles. Bye.
tracks this year um folks normally our uh normally our content for social slam is purely motorcycle related and uh, i mean i guess we'll take what we can get this year it was a rough year last year but anyways all right well that was a steve the beeve sent in by steve from canberra uh, australia um i'm sure it's not in the australian outback uh coming up for you right now a couple things couple couple things and we got a little uh we'll take another break before we get to our um guest but uh we're gonna flesh these items out in other episodes but this is uh just a quick what's gonna be coming up uh, pretty soon here um did you know brembo is offering light up brake calipers yes they are we're gonna talk about that on the next episode honda develops a clutch by wire you all heard fly-by-wire, and we'll talk about how that stuff works if you want. Uh, leave us a message if you want, if you want to know how ride-by-wire works. We'll, we'll tell you all about it. Um, but Honda is developing clutch-by-wire, and it makes sense. Uh, and the Pan America is to Harley-Davidson as the Scrambler was to Ducati. Those things just flying off shelves. Pre-orders sold out and all this and that. So Harley-Davidson, Livewire was a flop. Pan America is the bomb. So we'll talk about that on a future episode, as well as talking about the ADV market and uh, cruisers, sport bikes, um, and all that fun stuff uh, that we love to talk about here to ourselves in the studio. We won't have anybody on to talk about it with us. We don't want you to know anyone's opinion but ours. We're the podcasters. We're the ones you should be listening to. All right. Well, let's uh, get into our... um, uh, main event? Is this really going to be the main event? Well, yeah, we'll, t- we'll call this the main event. I had the chance to sit down with an amazing guest, and let's roll it's that beautiful bean footage right now for Souls to Slam. Here's Junkie's contribution. <laughs> everybody it is junk and this is the moment you've all been waiting for we got a very special guest with us tonight and uh we got only a few minutes so i just wanted to say tonight on the horn um we have valentino rossi on the phone with us um i got about five questions queued up here for you valentine and so um the the first one i don't want to waste one um but the first question is how are you doing today and where are you coming to us from uh, thank you, John. Today I come to you from my home in Grandje. I is uh, over here by the lake. You can hear in the background sometimes the wave and the birds or sometimes. But yeah, I'm over here in the uh, like the north part of Ireland, and they be hanging out here just today. It's a nice day today and a good day to go ride. Right? You know, if you ask me. <laughs> nice. Um, the first thing I have to ask you is. 
Um, how long have you been racing? You know, what t- what type of racing do you prefer? What's your favorite circuit? I know that's a bunch of, bunch. I'm cheating here because I'm trying to get as many questions in as I can at once. But uh, just a little background for people. How long you've been racing and where you race, uh, basically? Thank you. Um, most of the time I racing here in the North Ireland, there's a lot of... Um there is a lot of track around by me. There is, for instance, I'm really close to Granger, is uh, very close to the, um, uh, what's it called, the, the uh, Armoiro race, which is uh, on the coast, uh, just north to me. Then there is um, Balimena, which is a very popular town because of the uh, the Dunlop family. Um, it has the mid-antrim road race. Then there is another one. Uh, in Ulster, which is very popular, and um, probably there's a, there is Cookstown close to me, but the most popular one probably here is the uh, Northwest, Northwest 200 uh, to the north on the coast, um, and it's a very nice, uh, very nice racing up there, it's a very beautiful place to go, so yeah, that's uh, basically when, when I spend most of my time racing is uh, in these places, and um, I've been racing for quite a long time actually, for uh, many years now um you know I, I can't think of the year when i start but you know as a, a little boy when i start over here and on that note um you know obviously road racing um isle of man being one of the biggest races that people think of when they think of uh, english road racing if it's not on the circuit like you know, Brands Hatch or Silverstone or one of the the British Superbike Championships, but they all I think I feel like people always forget about Irish road racing, um, and so yeah, that's it's awesome. Those races are very big and and uh, you know very very um, prominent I guess in in the racing scene and, and uh, not as famous as the Isle of Man, but people don't realize the Northwest 200 is like crazy. It's like 200 miles through actual um, twisty cities, much like the Isle of Man, only some, only you're racing side by side with people, correct? Yeah, you know, this um, very, very close racing because of the, we, we, we're racing on the road, but we're racing like at the circuit. So a lot of the time you're side by side with other people and you are, uh, you're lining up just like on a start grid for like MotoGP or BSP or uh, World Superbike. So a lot of people don't don't realize that you are this close to people neck to neck, um, side by side. You know, and it's very very tight racing, very um, just as dangerous as Isle of Man. Only nobody hear about it, and there's a quite a lot of schedule on the on the year. Uh, of course, in the last year is very hard to race, but. Uh, other is very good racing and very very close racing and uh, dangerous too so a lot of people don't realize we put our life on the line a lot of the time uh to do this to do this event and right and so another thing i wanted to ask you is um little do people know that there are heroes out there on the track um and gosh I, i remember watching a documentary about john hines who was one of them um and they are the doctors um who race around the tracks following the riders. And a lot of times you have a a medical dispatch that'll go there that will make it to offer like trauma, um, like like hard trauma help um, because the ambulance takes a while to get there. It's a windy race course. So your name is the doctor. 
you know, and uh, a lot of people don't know this about you, but you were, or you still are, I'm not 100% sure, you do a lot of the um, the medics, medical stuff. Yeah, for me, I am not a medic. It's good for me because um, I am able to get the uh, rider there, the, the uh, aid to the, to the rider on the track who go down and has massive injury. You know, if there is a massive trauma, you need to stop the bleeding right away. You need to put some ice, tell them rest, ice compression and then the elevation. And uh, for me, it's very, uh, it's very important to, to, you know, from the racing perspective, you laying by yourself out in the road, people go by you 100 miles an hour, 200 miles an hour. They, they, they using you as a jump sometimes. They, they, you know, they can't stop. And so the doctor is the one that has to get there. And so, yes, they call me the doctor. And uh, I take the supply there. I am not a trained um, uh, paramedic, but I get the supply there. And sometimes we ride two up to the rider, uh, you know, uh, some uh, uh, doctor on the pillion of my bike. And we go, and I, in between my race rounds, I run these from different stations around the tracks. And I go and offer uh, uh, the trauma, trauma response, basically. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's they, they call me the doctor, you know, I tell you, and I take these doctors out there. But just like uh, Valentino, I am not a doctor, not a real doctor, no. Oh, crazy. And, yeah, so that's something, like I was telling you, I watched the John Hines interview, or the uh, documentary on him. And some of these doctors, they road race as well, and they are um, actual paramedics and doctors, and that's awesome. And, and yeah, they, you know, being Italian and being called a doctor, you know, how many times do you get, <laughs> how many times do you get called Romeo? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good one. Yeah, no, no, no times they call me Romeo. Never, only the doctor. Okay, all right. Well, um, I did want to say, uh, I know we just have a, we have a limited time here, so just a couple more questions. Um, also, you know, the doctor, your name is Valentine. Do you ever get confused with anybody, you know, ever any other motorcycle racers? Oh, yes, of course. You know, the Valentine, oh, you say, uh, I think it's Valentine the Beast. He's uh, racing in the uh, uh, America right now, I think. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's on, uh, he's racing uh, Moto America, I think. Um, I forget, Superbike or Super Stock, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Him. I always get confused with him, Valentin the Beast. He say, hey, Valentin, you're racing in the USA. <laughs> you know, it's not, to me, it's not funny. But, you know, so yeah, that and the doctor, of course, everybody asked me, uh, Valentin, you're the doctor. And I said, no. And I'm not racing in America. No, it's, to me, it's not funny anymore. You know, it's, it's old. I, I want to just talk about, like, um, you know, what movie is my favorite movie or something like that. So, okay, well, what movie is your favorite? Like, uh, and what band? Like, I don't know what bands are big in Ireland right now, but what band is your favorite? I would have to say Johnny Stacchino is uh, one of my favorite movies. I love this guy. I love the producer of this. Yeah, Johnny Stacchino. And, of course, my favorite band from here is got to be, I don't know, maybe the Pogues. I like the Pogues. Oh, yes, I love the Pogues. I haven't heard them in so long. Um, But, yeah, well... Hey, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I did want to say um, also your name, Valentin. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you got road racing in Ireland, how you started, how you ended up there, um, and how you got your start? Yeah, it's the easy one for me to do because, uh, you know, obviously, um, 
my family, maybe it's not obvious, but my family moved here. My my dad was an Irish vacuum salesman. He's selling vacuums in Italy. And of course, in Italy, we got all of the Swiss and Italians that we don't want Irish vacuums. And uh, he's not really into motorbikes, but he's into like repairing little uh, motors. All the time they break out, and this uh, Irish vacuums is no good. And so, um, you know, the Italian vacuums is no good either. But you know, who, you, who is to say? But anyway, long story short, he's a uh, he's repairing all the time these uh, crummy little vacuums in uh, over here. And he meet my mother. His name was. Uh, uh, John or Rossi, and uh, my mama say, hey, that's Rossi. My last name is uh, Forgana Tamuno, and, she, and that's Rossi is my short, short name, you know, a nice name, and it sounds Italian, so nobody gonna know if I get married to this guy, and she like him anyway, you know, he's a good cook, and she's a good cook, so they make, you know, perfect couple, and uh, so he say, you know, I'm gonna bring you back to Ireland, This I'm not making any money selling these uh, Irish vacuums here in uh, Italy, we're gonna move back to, to Ireland, I can sell some vacuums over there, and eventually he got a job over here as a carpenter, and a couple other things before he retired, but he do really good, but in this time when I see him doing the the um, the fixing of the the engines, it gets me thinking about fixing of the engines. And then eventually, you know, I got into motorcycle racing, and uh, that's the end. That's the end of the story. So there's like nothing in between. Like, when, like when did you get your first um, motorbike? Yeah, you know, when I was a little boy in Italy, me, we we ride all the time. My my my, my father, he. Uh, he loved riding the Scura, he liked the Lambretta and the um, Piaggio and the Vespa and the Ranamacuto and the, uh, what's the, the other tiny one? I can't remember nothing, like the Ragu or something like that. And we spent a lot of the time, they always breaking down, you know, except for the expensive Vespas never break. So the other ones, they're breaking all the time. So we're fixing them and we sometimes fix them with the uh, uh, vacuum parts and it's almost like make a turbo because you don't think about it but you know vacuum is very much like a pump and the engine is more like a pump you know yeah i never thought about it like that and you do have like air induction and air flowing around and all that stuff so i i, I see where those two cross over yeah and so the we fixing these mo- excuse me we fixing these motors all the time um with the vacuum parts, it's making them faster. And they go so fast sometimes, uh, we're dragging the knee, we're dragging the pegs, we're flipping over the handlebars, we're crashing into people's gardens. All this stuff is terrible. You know, we're a bad influence. We almost got, got kicked out of uh, our city where we live. <laughs> nice. You guys are like the uh, original hooligans, so to speak. Yeah, sort of like the hooligans and, um, you know, making a mess of the town all the time. and breaking the pasta factory, all these things where people say, get out of this town, you know, like that. They, get out of this town. Yeah, get out of this town. Hey, or like this, get out of this town. Get out of this town. Get out of this town. Yeah, you, you get it. You, you, do, you did it good. Um, let's move on. Anyway, yeah, so we do this, um, we, we get these really fast scooters, and in Italy, you can go, like, on the YouTube and look to the racing. There's a lot of scooter racing 
in Italy. People don't realize that across Europe there's a good uh, scooter. Um, like a lot of the time you see in uh, South America, uh, South America, no South America, South Asia, they have the good scooter and small bike, uh, smaller bike racing. They have that here with the uh, the uh, scooters and very fast. And so that's where I get my start. I bring the scooters back to Ireland and everybody laugh at me like I'm a little girl, you know, riding around these um, Italian scooters. No sexy here. No, like in Italy, like all I see is people, like guys riding around on scooters and people don't think twice about it, right? It's kind of, it's not, it's not less macho. No, but in here in Ireland, you get your ass kicked, you ride a scooter, you know, maybe like to deliver a pizza or a post, post mail, something like this, but not to be cool and not to race. So they smash your face with a beer bottle here and call you all sorts of stupid names. And so I quickly, quickly assimilate to the motorcycle. And from there, I start road racing and crashing all the time and almost getting killed many times. And I really learned then that you will rely on the a doctor for the help and that's why I want to become a doctor but they, I can't because I don't have a green card and you know I, I moved here when I was like maybe 14 um, and so that's my my accent stock you know in my I still speak a lot of uh, Italian with my mama but um, we've been eating this garbage Irish food a lot and and uh, you know I, I still don't have my um, my immigration card or whatever you know to make like to be a doctor or professor and so it's very hard process here I must be honest with you junkie yeah go for it I'm all ears this is a safe space <laughs> Valentin go for it I was uh, failing my my exam a few times. I am smart enough to know when to corner most of the time. I still crash a lot of times over the walls and into the gardens of the people and uh, scrape me out of the field a few times, but um, I, I could not pass the medical exams. This is very hard. Yeah, no, I get it. I, it's, it's hard enough to pass a uh, like a mechanics exam here or, or anything like that or an ASE course or... Uh, you know, first grade for me. So I get it. I get it. It's a, it, it doesn't seem like, and when you're out there, you don't want some guy that barely passed to be uh, fixing you up, right? Yeah, like he put the gauze over your eyeball and slap your face and tell you, walk it off. No, you know, you need the professional. So that's why they jokingly call me the doctor. Like you call a, a little man, you know, big guy, or you call a huge, huge man, call to him tiny. They call me the doctor partially because I cannot get my my doctor uh, my doctor certificate, whatever you want to call. Like your um your P- your PhD, where it says you're a doc. You know, you can call yourself doctor. Yeah, I can I cannot get this one here um, because I'm not good to make the test, and so um, I deliver the goods, so to speak. You know, hey, I don't want to say it like that, but you know, I do. I deliver the goods, and like I say, sometimes I bring the doctor out. So that's why they call me the doctor. I, I uh, and that's why I only deliver the doctor. I only deliver the med pack. I do not do like the stomping on the chest and blowing in the face and all this and sticking the needle in the eyeball or whatever they do when they revive these guys. You know, this it's crazy to watch. You know, this guy scream. He's laying dead on the track, perhaps, and he wake up screaming. You know, like ah, what happened to me? Yeah, like you just wake up staring at the sky and, and uh, or you know with your leg up by your shoulder and. <laughs> Doctor stabbing a needle in your eye. Exactly, very much like that. And so, 
Yeah, anyway, though, so I, it's crazy to watch, but yeah, forget it. I don't want to do it anyway. But I remember the one time I wake up with my leg by my uh, my foot looking me in the eye, like, hey, what, what, what are you doing here? And I was like, hey, foot, how did you keep up my eye? And uh, yeah, my leg had broken 12 places and was like a, um, how you call these candies, like a, um, a fruit by the foot, they a fruit roll up or something like that. Like your foot, like broke, like your bones liquefied and came up like like that sort of like rolled up by your foot yeah like right by my face it's like looking me in the eye like hey i miss you i'm going to like oh what the what is the saying like i'm going to eat my foot something like that i think there is a saying here in ireland i'm going to eat my foot and kick a sheep or something i don't know but anyway yeah so that's my story that's how i got into racing i still racing to this day um and it's very fun but that's how like yeah my 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 last name is orossi because my my papa is um He's from Ireland, and uh, you know, Valentin is like Yon in the United States. Actually, I think like Matthew or Matt or Steve at this point is like more of a common name than than John anymore. But I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, so that that is uh, that is my story, and yes, I love the road racing. If you ever, if you get a chance to come over here, um, you have to check out the Kells. You have to check out the. Um, you know, uh, my, my, one of my favorite is the, uh, like I said, the Northwest is very good. Ulster is very good. Um, there is the Scaries, and uh, I mean, there is a lot of little ones. But yeah, you gotta come check these ones with me. Um, I'll, I'll show show you around and ride you on the back. Yeah, are we gonna crash into like someone's window or something though? It's possible. I'm not a very good rider. You know, they always say like you good driver you a bad racer you're a bad racer you're a good driver and i am none of the above oh wow okay um do they sell insurance <laughs> am, am i covered by medical insurance over there yeah sure you do you boo <laughs> but anyway yes i love to see you come over here and check out the orasi family house little homestead i take you to my mama and papa's house and you check out my pad and we ride some cool bikes hey we even ride some scooters if you feel like it, you face punched <laughs> all right i don't know if i feel like getting my face punched but i will definitely come check it out thank you valentine orasi and uh thanks again for coming on the show it's been interesting to hear a perspective from uh from an actual road racer um living there and living the dream in ireland take it easy and uh, i'll talk to you later hopefully all right youngie thank you for having me on the show talk to you later ciao arrivederci buongiorno buongiorno all right everybody thanks again All right, everybody, thank you for listening to that interview with Valentin. Uh, always good to have a road racer on the show and a fellow motorcycle junkie. And uh, junkie, I said junkie. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that review. Um, I hope you like this song, too. made this song specially for Salsa Slam to play behind the listener submissions. So let's take a gander right now and hear a few of those. Why don't we? Why don't we just do that right now? Yeah, Tobor, why don't we just do that? I got a better idea. Instead of listening to silence, 
and dancing around to this actually pretty kick-ass jam. Why don't we do a favorite uh, segment on the show of mine called Motorgasms. Yeah, you know you know what a motorgasm is. It's when you see a crash that's so horrendous that you can't help but ejaculate a noise from your body that uh, sounds ungodly and otherworldly, like an animal caught in a bear trap. All right, let's jump into some motorgasms. Motorgasms. So it'd be cool if we could have an echo effect. Motorgasms. Oh, we're not going to. Oh, geez. Now I sound like an idiot. All right. Motorgasms. Right here. Oh, yeah, he oh. hits the tough blocks. Oh, riding on top of him, and look at... Oh, a oh. big crash! Borkner! Down oh. I go! Oh. Oh, what happened, Everything's Ricky? good. Oh! Oh, Woodcock! Oh. Woodcock gets a little bit sideways. to get him. him! Oh, that was close! Oh, they gave it to Harlan! Oh, Clausen goes, look at Gardner's hand comes off. Oh, oh. Nick. Lawrence went in hard. Whoa. Oh! Marsha oh. comes in hot. Oh, oh they collect each other. Oh, he's down. down again. Oh, oh, he comes off oh, the bike. Oh, again, problematic. Oh, look at this. Wow. Oh, comes oh, oh and Malcolm. Malcolm has problems oh. by Joe Simona. He connects. That's right. Oh, and he goes down and goes down hard. Oh, wow, he's down. Ballot oh. on the inside. Well, look out. Oh. Oh, here goes Tickle. Cut up the oh! upper on the track. Nine. Oh! Oh! Riders piling up on this. Whoa! Whoa! Oh! Oh! Wow! And that is Motor. I think that's enough. I think you get the point. I love the goes in hard, gets in there deep. Here comes the Tickle. <laughs> All right, hey. Everybody, this is, uh, we're going to wrap up uh, this edition of Solstice Slam. Uh, I did want to tell you, next, also next uh, next episode, we're going to talk about crashing. You heard some motorgasms there on it. Remember when I was like, oh, yeah, my friend Sarah is going to go uh, do a track day. Remember that one time when I was like, hey, um, uh, <laughs> I almost said Dylan Fernandez. What the hell is the guy's name? Um so-and-so was going to go jump like God, I, I wish I could remember it now. He totally ended, uh, totally ended up getting jacked up. Um, I was just thinking about this the other day. I can't remember the guy's name now, but I was like, oh yeah, so-and-so was going to go jump a huge like record-setting jump. And guess what? It busted his foot in, practi- in practicing it. And this is like last year. God, I, I wish I could remember his name. Um, also, hey, they're going to go racing in Wisconsin this weekend. Drag racing, back when we used to cover the t- uh, WRS Top 10 Bikes every week. And guess what? Uh, it would always rain. And so I am like the worst luck for everybody. My, my friend Sarah was going to go up and do a um, SoCal Superbike School and stay the night here afterwards, and we're going to chat about it. Well, she got hit on her uh, bike the day, like days before. Two days before, probably. So she's like, I don't think I should ride up there all jacked up. My bike's all jacked up. So we're going to talk about some crashes and um, crashing and uh, all that fun stuff on the next episode. But I did want to leave you with this uh, segment for our little off track. We got some motorgasms, but here's one more thing to think about. 
Uh, on the Highway 2 Facebook group, which is uh, Angeles Crest Forest is a highway around here, very popular with riders. Um, lots of comments on this uh, particular post about how nobody feels safe riding bicycles up there. And you don't see a lot of bicycles up on Angeles Crest as you do on some of the other roads around here. Uh, and they're saying because it's a dang racetrack up there, basically. And Angeles Crest is, and especially now that Newcombs is closed, I don't know if any higher patrol or police is going to have any reason really to patrol the area unless they've been reported that they uh, there's been an accident. However, I do follow on the Twitters, um, the uh, Special Enforcement Bureau, and uh, which is like the, uh, the, the that's the SWAT team and and uh, medical choppers and stuff like that that flies around LA. I follow their feed. And so not only do I see whenever they have a SWAT incident, but I also see whenever they rescue a motorcycle off the side of the uh, two freeway. Let me turn myself up a little bit. Tobor, uh, I think, shut down. Yep, Tobor's went to sleep. So listen, um, there was a, a post on the Facebook group where a Porsche driver had flipped. There's a picture of the car on the Facebook page. It is mangled. I didn't even know it was a Porsche. Somebody that was there mentioned it. Um, the driver uh, was ejected from the vehicle and found dead on the side of the hill, down the hill, because the first people to show up thought it was just a wreck uh, where somebody had been extracted and the car had been left there for a tow truck to come back. But no, they, sadly, the driver was found dead. And this is the response. I want your opinions on this. Somebody responded. I just have a few, uh, you know, there was a, there was a ton of response and a ton of feedback on it um, and opinions, but this one opinion stuck out. Somebody posted, I have a quick question for all of you that are saying that you hope the driver is okay, which we found out it wasn't. Would you be feeling that way if the driver had killed a family with the small children or taken anyone's life just because they felt like driving recklessly? As far as I'm concerned, the driver didn't make it, then there's one less asshole on the crest that could potentially kill any one of us. Just giving food for thought in this reality world that we live in, and I'm not ready to die because some dipshit with a hot car thinks they can violate the rules of safe driving because they feel like it. Too many trips to the morgue in my past career has hardened me to feeling sorry for anyone who puts the, uh, the life of innocent folks in jeopardy just so they can have fun. If my comment offends any of you, any of you, I do not apologize. The insanity on the Crest Highway has got to stop. So that is, you know, just a little food for thought. This person's saying, hey, I've been hardened. I've seen enough crashes. Is there somewhere that you ride, you know, Tale of the Dragon, you ride up there. Uh, there's probably a lot of crashes. Chera Hollis Skyway, probably a lot of crashes. Up north on particular highways through San Francisco or the Redwoods, 17, you guys probably see a lot of crashes. Florida, around town, <laughs> I don't know, where, in Florida where people can ride. But if you live in a state or if you have a local riding area that people are constantly crashing, and this is cars, this happens to cars and motorcycles at least once a weekend, just like Azusa, just like GMR, just like Mulholland or over here, all these places have crashes all the time. So just wondering, just just putting it out there to you. Let me turn myself up a little bit more so I don't have to scream. It's uh, like 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, just putting it out there to you. Is there anywhere that you ride, local to you, that uh, people drive like this and it drives you crazy and you think, hey, I don't care about 
this crap. I wish these people would quit, quit um, treating it like a racetrack. And and yeah, you don't think people have the right. So this person, I think, was a cyclist that wrote that. Um, and obviously, that's why they're concerned about getting killed and they don't ride up there. But what if you're not a cyclist? What if you're a motorcyclist or somebody that likes to go fast and carve canyons? What's your opinion on people that constantly are wiping out? Uh, what would you do? What, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Um, other than that, man, I'm going to call this a wrap for, uh, for social slam. Listen, um, my, my, my junkies tips segment five, don't crash Two two listeners to the show have crashed recently. We'll talk about it next time. Uh, upcoming events. You heard them at the top of the show. We talked about all the things that are going to be coming up. So keep that, uh, in your back hat and your back pocket weekly call to action uh please leave us a couple of reviews if you can um if you want to leave us good reviews leave us bad reviews we don't care just leave a leave a stinking review leave us an email uh creative writing podcast at gmail.com um or i think you can type in anything at creative dash writing.com i think you can do that and it'll, it'll give us a uh, an email so that's that's nice um and show contact info that's it we don't have a phone number anymore we got rid of it nobody was calling so got rid of the phone number email us hit us up on instagram hit us up on facebook wherever you want i have been very bad about being on facebook i've been so busy at work and then when i have time off i've been so busy trying to build a couple bikes um, and so I really have not uh, done the due diligence of um, keeping up with the socials. So my bad. Uh, listen, all of our um, uh, challenge riders that helped in the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge, your stuff's coming out. I'm getting it dialed in. Still kind of putting the finishing touches on it. So hopefully it gets to you uh, shortly after um the uh, loud pipe stuff does or maybe even before i haven't seen stuff from them yet either so it's it's hard to put stuff together um so anyways stay tuned stay out there get riding get building uh if you have any stories that you want to submit to us um or send us uh, you know if you have a friend that you think is cool that we should interview if you are cool you want to be interviewed call us up we're looking for some creative writers we've been focusing this year on people that are doing some great stuff in the motorcycle um underground you know not in the not not in the industry you've been focusing a little bit more on on uh you extraordinary people doing um ordinary things nope that's the other way around ordinary people doing extraordinary things all right i will talk to y'all later in the meantime take it easy if i don't see you before then have a happy and safe end of the month of june and uh love y'all bye Promotional consideration for creative writing has been brought to you by Blapters. Blapters leather oil will leave you feeling great whether you're at the track or sliding across the interstate at 90 miles an hour into the guardrail. Blapters, only at Poikos Products. Sorry, dude. I didn't mean to make you jump. Wake up. The show's over, buddy. It's time to... Yeah. All right. No, I, I don't, you're not plugged in. Don't worry about it. You can say anything you want. 
and it's not. <laughs> I I don't know. You might still be plugged in. Yeah, don't say anything. All right. Well, that's a wrap, buddy. Salsa slam. Yeah, no, no part. Nobody submitted nothing this year. That's all right. Last year was a pretty shitty year. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff did. No, we'll pick a um, we'll pick a patron winner for Salsa Slam and send them some, send them something, and um, the rest of that stuff that we had, we'll either we'll return it or we'll save it for another giveaway or something. Yeah, there was an art one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, maybe we'll give that one away. And yeah, we're gonna use that for the. Um, Yep, that's the one. We're going to use that for the episode artwork. I'm going to shut the shit off. 